CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. It is a joy, it is a delight to be back here on the air once again. I want to thank God for another blessed day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. And I want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to all of my regular listeners uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in week after week, month after month, uh, year after year, as we continue our journey of making sure that we give out some great financial information, but also give you some life lessons as well. And I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for joining in tonight. And just to give you a recap of what I am all about and what this show is all about, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlook. But it doesn't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons, meaning I'm here to educate you in all the other areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, so that you can live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I am here to help you. So tonight, we have another great show lined up. Uh, tonight is the third episode of the Women and Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. And tonight we have a great guest. Oh, just, I look so forward to, uh, as we go into our discussion tonight, we have Miss uh, Aisha Wonderful here on the show tonight. So please stay tuned. Uh, into this show uh, as we hear her personal story of the challenges as well as the successes that she's uh, had and enjoyed. And uh, hopefully all of you who have been listening to this series, hopefully you're getting a lot out of it. I know that I am. I am really, really enjoying this series. I've had some great guests uh, since January to start off this series and I mean, we started off with Miss Dion Blanks. Uh, she's a financial educator. Uh, fantastic show, uh, fantastic episode. Thanks so much for her being here. And two weeks ago, we had Miss Lanice Germany. Uh, she's a chef. She was here on the show. And I have to say, both of them have great personal stories of overcoming life struggles, personally and professionally. And now, as the song says, they're living their best lives right now. So please stay tuned uh, in tonight and stay 
connected with me on my radio show as we continue to uh, put forth this series over the next few months. Now, we have some great guests uh, coming over the next few months, so I want you to check back with us weekly, tell somebody about the series, and help me spread the news about my show as well as this series. The call-in number tonight is 917-889-8078. You you have to call in if you want to uh, ask your questions or give some comments, please do so. Uh, I know a lot of you like to call in just to listen, so we've got a variety of ways to, uh, that we're that you're able to take part here in the show. Now, if you're not familiar, uh, uh, we have a number of programs here on the CWR Talk Network, and you can listen to all of your favorite programs here. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So we've got several ways that you can uh, tune in and listen to uh, the live show as well as listen to some of the past shows. Well, tonight, my guest is Aisha Lord Minnis. She's a CPA with a master's degree in law and business administration. She is also in her final year of her doctoral level studies. She's a veteran of the U.S. Army and has over 17 years' experience in accounting banking, and regulatory fields. As she built her career in the financial services industry, Aisha found she was on a never-ending treadmill in her pursuit of professional success. With every benchmark she achieved, additional opportunities to succeed surfaced. Though she felt increasingly disconnected from herself and her personal values, she continued to rise to every professional challenge. When she became a mother, she realized this was a price she was no longer willing to pay. Aisha decided to take a step back and examine the priorities in her life. This led to her embarking on a transformational journey to realign her lifestyle so it would be sufficiently balanced and more fulfilling. Today, she is living a brand new life. She transformed her personal life and has achieved new levels of professional growth and progress. As I, I'm so blessed to have such amazing guests. Their resumes have been so long, and I want to make sure that I give time, but I have to read another part to her resume. She's an author and an international motivational speaker under the name Aisha Wonderful. She's wonderful because that is the kind of woman she is committed to being and the type of life she's committed to living. Through her stage name, Aisha boldly pronounces her commitment to the world as an example to other women that it is possible to transform their lives and encouragement for them to live as the type of woman that they choose to be. I want to give a big, huge shout-out, a huge welcome to the show, Miss Aisha Wonderful. Hello, Aisha. How are you today? Hello, hello, Lionel. I am wonderful. <laughs> I am so oh. happy to be here tonight and to, and to speak with you. Oh, it's great having you here. Well, I have to say I'm a little jealous, Aisha, because I wish I was down in the Bahamas where you are right now. That would be so <laughs> good. How, how, you have to say, how's the weather right now? How's the weather today? The weather is wonderful. It is hot. It's sunny. 
It's breezy. Actually, I was just in my office. I live like right, right on the golf course, right across from the beach. And I just had to move quickly, relocate into my bedroom because this, like the seagull kept squawking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not sure that Lionel and his guests want the true, true island experience tonight. So let me kind of block a little bit of that noise out for them. Okay. Well, I well I really appreciate you being here uh, tonight and being able to take part in this wonderful series. And uh, as I've shared many times with many guests here on the show, uh, sometimes I wish my show was longer, but uh, we're going to make the best of our show tonight while we have you here. So with that being said, I often ask this question with all of my guests uh, as we open up our talk or our discussion tonight. Uh, will you please share your money experience or your money story growing up? Sure. That is actually uh, the perfect place to start because the money experience that I had growing up really shaped um, some of the challenges that I went through and overcame and, and the woman that I be, that I became today. So, you know, just to share a little bit of a background about myself, I'm the oldest of five girls. I have um, actually oldest of six girls. I have five younger sisters. And my parents, my parents divorced when I was, you know, much younger. And my mother was always an entrepreneur. So from her side, you know, finances were always kind of up and down. My father, on the other hand, was much more conservative. He always had, like, a steady job. He would do different, you know, extracurricular things on the side. He even had a radio show at one point. But when I was in my senior year of high school, he actually decided to leave his corporate job and to branch out into entrepreneurship, he actually brought a pizza franchise to the Bahamas. So that didn't work out. Like, it quickly went south. Like, it quickly went under. So I found myself facing going off to college and really not having the resources to go to college. So that experience of growing up with the, you know, like the real uncertainty of of money. And while, you know, we always went to private schools and we always had, you know, everything that we needed, like we could definitely feel the pinch when, when I guess money was a little bit not so flowing and the abundance of it when it was there. So I say that that really shaped me in terms of the field that I chose to go in and actually becoming an accountant was to have a consistent and steady employment and consistent and steady income. I, I just didn't care to have any more volatility in my life. <laughs> okay. Good. I, I love hearing how, uh, we are, we were all shaped in some form or fashion, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. how we I always use the analogy. It, it is not as important of how you start the race, but how mm-hmm. you're running it now and how you intend to finish it. So, uh, exactly. thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, your your story growing up, and you know things happen, but we but you've overcome and look where you are right now. 
Now you said mm-hmm. that you re, you became a CPA. You're a CPA. Now mm-hmm. what? So 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 that kind of led you into that field of finance. Now I know just reading through your bio, you spent a little bit of time in the U.S. Army. What did you do yep. exactly in the in the armed services? I, if you can believe it or not, Lionel, guess what I was? I was a food what? inspector. <laughs> You're kidding me. I was a food inspector. When I went to the recruiting, when I went to, like, the recruiters and, you know, like, they do all of the assessments and your IQ and they map you and they kind of see which jobs you would be best suited for, that one was one of them that came up and it kind of stood out to my recruiter at the time because he was like, oh, we don't see this so often. He was like, this is great. You can just sit back and eat shrimp all day. (laughs) (laughs) that just brought me right there like that just puts me right in so I'm like okay like let's let's try this whole thing out so (laughs) (laughs) so how long did you yeah how long did you stay in in the military yeah I stayed in the military for two years I had done two two years of college so, you know, I had managed to get, you know, some student loans and do two years of college. But Lionel, at the time, I really wanted to be an actress. Like, even oh. though I had, I had been impacted by my, you know, like the financial situation with my parents, I, I still, oh. like, had this dream in my heart. Like, you know, I wanted to be an actress. I was always creative and expressive. But as, you know, just the reality of the situation and, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute, you're two years into college, you know, is this really a viable career for you? And with also, you know, money being very tight at the time, I decided to enlist in the U.S. Army for the benefits and really as a way to be able to financially support myself at the time. Um, you know, I was 19 years old. I didn't want to continue to, um, you know, really be like a financial burden on my parents. You know, like I said, I have five younger sisters that <laughs> they also had to right. take care of. So gotcha. it was just a variety of reasons that led me to enlist in the U.S. in the U.S. Army. But during my time there, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was extremely regimented and disciplined, but it, you know, it really provided a great camaraderie and a great network um, of friends that I continue to have to this day. But I would say that, you know, it's so easy to live like almost in a bubble, like this military bubble, because as as a member of the armed forces, you just have so much benefits and the government provide so many resources and assistance to you, like to pay for your housing, get meal allowances, your kids go to school. And sometimes coming out of that into the real life can be a shock if you have not been prepared for it. And one of the things that I, you know, I'm just always so grateful for my parents for is they still hammered into me, like, look, don't just think that your life is on pause in the military. Um, you know, please still go to school, at least take some classes, like don't just, you know, go in there and stay till you retire. Even though the more that I was in, it seemed like a very viable opportunity. You know, it was, was really a great lifestyle for me at the time, especially being single, no kids. I wanted to travel. 
and, you know, be able to visit different places. But I did continue to go to school. And Lionel, listen, I saw other soldiers who, you know, we would be sitting in the class side by side. And at the time, I'm not sure if it's still the same now, but retirement was 20 years. So you could be like retired when you're 38, 40 years old. So I would see people like scrambling to try to get an associate's degree or something that would help them to be able to be marketable and competitive in the civilian world. And that kind of like shook me to say, okay, wait a minute, you know, do you want this to be you in 20 years or do you want to just get ahead of this curveball? So I did my two years in the military. I got my benefits and, you know, my like educational benefits. And I went right back into college. But this time, I was very focused. And why I chose accounting, I I was like, listen, my career has to meet <laughs> some criteria. <laughs> like, it has to be, like, number one, it has to be well-paid. Number two, it has to be the quickest thing that I can get started in. So anything like a doctor, like, no way. That, that's out. A lawyer, gotcha. no way. Uh, engineers, like, okay, I don't want the headache of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I just really <laughs> strategically went through my career options, like, what can I, what career can I get into? What's the best career that I can get into that can give me the highest earning potential that I can like, get started right away with a bachelor's degree? And, you know, I literally went through my choices and I narrowed down accounting. So I came out of the military and I finished up university and, you know, I got started right away working in a public accounting firm and my career just just took off from there. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Now, you currently serve as the the deputy executive director, head of supervision Mm -hmm. of the securities of the Bahamas. Now, how long have you had that position there? the Securities Commission of the Bahamas. So the Securities Commission is like the equivalent of the U.S. SEC. We're like the regulators for the capital markets and um, like all financial services, institutions, and investments outside of banks. Like banks are regulated by something else. But I've been in that position for the past two years. Um, Prior to that, I spent eight years as the CFO of a large commercial bank here in the Bahamas. Fantastic. Now, I'm quite sure you've had some turning points. You've had some, I call it challenges along the way. Uh, I'm going to hold <laughs> that point. Challenges is you... like such a polite word. I call it like come to Jesus yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so I'm going to ask, Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and I want you to talk about some of those challenges and some of the struggles that you may have had and how you overcame them and how you're doing right now. So hold on just okay. a moment. We're going, to, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, everyone. Make sure you tune in. Uh, we're going to be right back after this quick break, but please stay tuned in, and we're going to continue our conversation there.
You're listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances Show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes, and you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio, you're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. If you're just joining us, uh, I'm continuing, or we're continuing our discussion tonight. I have as a guest here, Miss Aisha Wonderful. Uh, This is the third episode of the Women in Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman uh, Shape Your Finances show. And we were just getting ready to touch on some of the challenges, some of the struggles uh, that Aisha faced along the way, be it from the military days, be it as an entrepreneur, be it as in your current position there in the Bahamas. Aisha, tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you have faced along the way. Well, Lionel, you know, to really sum it up, and, you know, I spent a lot of time kind of going through this to just narrow it down, but I would I would really say that the key challenge that I struggled with through really the majority of my adult life was not being happy with myself, not being happy internally, and not feeling fulfilled. And that really manifested itself in a variety of different dysfunctional ways and habits and experiences in my life, um, you know, as I continue to live with that. You know, as I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I had always wanted to be an actress. And just because of certain life experiences and things that I went through, you know, as a late teen and really as an early adult, it it caused me to sort of, you know, really turn off, like, my heart, my heart center and not listen to, like, the, the whispers that come from within and to just, like, face life with my thinking cap on. And, you know, even the way that I told you, I, I decided on a career in accounting. It didn't have anything to do with, oh, I, I love this, I want to help people in this way, and this is what I'm called to do. It was like, no, this is the easiest, quickest way for me to be able to get what I want. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that, that drive and that determination certainly um, propelled me to be able to achieve success, but that success came at a, a very, very steep cost where I was living a life where I, you know, externally seemed to have it all, you know, had a great career, but, you know, inside, I I just felt like I was dying inside. I I wasn't happy with the the person that I was. Um, I was a high earner, but I also had extremely high levels of consumer debt. 
because I was always like looking for that next external thing to make me happy or to fill that um, that emptiness that I have inside. So, you know, really I would say that that was my biggest challenge was just not living an authentic life and just always seeking and searching for some external thing or some material item to fill to fill that that void and you know that's something that I experienced in the military it's something that I definitely experienced as a part of my career um and it is really sort of shaped my career and why I decided to leave you know my career as, as an accountant um, even though I still work in the financial services industry, I don't work as an accountant anymore. And that was a part of me coming to my own truth and who I really was and how I wanted to express myself in the world and what I wanted my efforts to go towards. So that was sort of the actual or re- in reality step that I took to actually become more aligned with who I was really meant to be. Fantastic. Now I know that you have you 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 founded your own uh, uh, company uh, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, uh, Technicolor Blossom LLC, a lifestyle design company that supports women as they travel the journey to self-discovery and inner fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. What do you do through your company? in support of women? Yes, so Technicolor Blossom, it is my company. And Lionel, listen, God spoke to me one day and he just gave me the name for it. I didn't even know at the time what the name was for. But this was shortly after I had just had my, like I told you, like just a come to Jesus moment where I just literally had gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, listen, I I cannot go on anymore. Like, I I don't even want to get up out of the bed. I I can't do it. Like, God, I don't know if you're really there, but please, Mm -hmm. like, listen, we, you know, we got to do this thing and not even together. Like, you tell me what to do, and I will do it because what. You know, what I've done so far with myself, I've just, like, run myself into the ditch. And, gotcha. you know, that's starting to develop, like, my own personal relationship with God just really started to, yeah. like, change my life in so many amazing ways. And, like, literally, Lionel, one day I was driving in my car, and all of a sudden, like, everything around me just seemed so vibrant, and it seemed so beautiful, and it seemed so colorful, and just immediately the, the, the thought in my mind popped in technical blossom. And at the time, I didn't know what to do with it, but it led me to starting a blog and then eventually starting my company because along my own journey, initially, I just wanted to be a better person so that I could be happier and so that I could be a better mother to my sons. You know, my, my why was very like it was very tightly knit it was just like let me be a good me so I could be good for him and then we're good but as I started to evolve and further blossom into my purpose I I started to think of other women who were going through some of the same challenges that I had been in terms of okay 
This is what life is throwing at me. All right, let me be smart. Let me strategize. Let me do this and let me do that. And let me just put my thinking cap on. And, okay, let me just turn off that small voice inside because that's not making any sense. And, that's you know, I can't do that. And because I've been there. And during that the time, you know, I – I would always have wished that there was somebody that I could open up to or somebody that I could reach out to or even somebody that I could look up to and, you know, for them to say, hey, it, it's going to be okay. Let me show you exactly what I did or let me, you know, help you along this journey or let me hold your hand as I, as I you know, as we go through this together. And that started to also become a, a driving call within me, even more so than just being a better person so that I could be a good mother for my son. And, you know, initially my coaching business developed organically because the the people that were around me and the people that knew me, I mean, they saw how I transformed. Like, you know, Lionel, I will tell you, I had a coworker that we worked together when I, you know, was working at the CFO. And she told me, she was like, you know, Aisha, you used to be a monster. You were a monster. And, you know, that it struck me so deeply that, wow, like this is the impact that you're having on people. And, you know, I, I kind of vowed within myself, like, you know, how how do you want to impact people? Do you want to be a woman that makes people feel better about themselves? that brings the best out of them or vice versa. And at that point, I was so glad that I had been on the journey and that I was making the changes in my life. But at that point is when I really became intentional, intentional, not just about who I was for me, but how am I impacting other people? And that is really what gave birth to Aisha Wonderful. And you know, people all the time, like, it's wonderful, your real name. And I just always smile and I tell them, well, no, you know, it's not my real name that I was born with, but, you know, it's who I am. Because when you meet me or when I interact with you, I want you to feel wonderful. I want you to have just a spark, even if it's a tiny spark that's lit up within yourself. That's wow. You know, I feel better about myself. I feel motivated. I feel inspired. Because I think that, you know, I mean, as everybody, but especially women, we can all use a little bit more of that um, in our lives. I can agree to that. I can surely agree to that. Now, as we are coming down to um, some of the, I guess, final five or ten minutes that we have here left, what what advice, um, I I know that there's uh, probably a lot of good nuggets of information that you can give out, uh, and time would, wouldn't just permit, but if you can kind of give give some advice to some of the women or to them tonight, uh, maybe two, maybe one or two pieces of advice uh, that you can give out right now to help them somewhat overcome uh, maybe some challenges or some issues that may be going on in their lives. Can can you kind of give some mm-hmm. some enlightenment for the next couple of minutes uh, uh, of advice from your standpoint? Definitely. Um, well, the first thing that I would say to to any woman who's going through any sort of challenge or difficulty, whether it's financial or with their relationship or with children, is to just like stop. 
Like, just take a minute, take five minutes, take a week, a month, whatever it is, but just, like, stop and kind of divorce yourself from the problem and just focus on finding that stillness, that calm, and that peace within yourself. Like, first of all, that that would just be my thing. And in that stillness and calm and peace, is to really use that space to try to develop a personal relationship with God. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would say that that developing that will start to give you insights into what your purpose is. So it's just to kind of like center yourself and whatever storm you're in, center yourself. And my second piece of advice would be to once again, from a still and calm place, to really take a just an honest self-assessment. Uh, you know, I don't want to say a critical analysis, but a self-assessment of yourself. Where are you off track in your life? Because if you have a problem that's going on, and, you know, as women, a lot of times, and I can say this because I'm a woman, we say that, well, oh, he did this, or they did that, or my kids this, or whatever. It's always some external reason. But that's, like, the issue is always the fruit. Get back to the root and your root and in your life. Look at three areas and see where you may be misaligned. And I generally find those three areas to examine is your purpose or your mindset, like just the way that you're thinking, or even your behaviors, like what are you doing on a daily basis? Are you productive? Do you have this functional habit? So, you know, to really sum it up, it's just stop, like get grounded, connect back to your source, and then really take a look at your own self. What's going on? Are you misaligned with your purpose? Does your mindset need some fine-tuning? Or do your behaviors need to be, you know, amended? And then just really develop a strategy from there of how you can get yourself back into alignment with what it is that you want. Okay, fantastic. I made some notes for myself because I know you're speaking (laughs) from the perspective of a woman. But that is something for all of my male listeners to do as well. They're universal too, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So so thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I, I really appreciate that. Now, as we're coming up to a close, I want you to kind of give us a view uh, of what is on the horizon for you, maybe in the next six months uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, what, what, what are you going to be doing through your, through, your, through your company? Any workshops, any seminars, anything like that coming up? Um, yes, I partner with a lot of um, local and international groups. I have another talk, um, another workshop this month that I'm going to be hosting with a local group called Moms Matter. Um, and speaking about the same subject, we're going to be speaking about money matters. So that's going to be um, this month on the 24th. And also, I have another book that is that's in the works. So I am working on my third book. And that book is going to be called Blossom Where You Are Planted. And it's really just going to talk about some practical approaches for women to help you grow through what you go through. <laughs> so 
um, really, really, really exciting, exciting times on the horizon this year for, for myself and for my company. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, for people to get in contact with you, if you can give us uh, your uh, email address, not email address, website information, anything that you'd like to uh, provide yep. for people to so, get in contact with you. Yep, so the easiest way to get in contact with me is on my website. Um, it is technicolorblossom.com. Um, I know it's kind of wordy, but it's, it's pretty easy to spell out. <laughs> So um, just go on there, and it has all the information. I mean, the story about me, who I am, some of the services that I offer through my company, um, the books that I've written. It even talks a little bit about my son. He published his first book um, recently, just at the age of eight years old. So I'm like a proud mom right now. <laughs> yeah, but, that, um, yeah. Tell him, tell him, tell him. We are very proud of him as well. That's fantastic. Thank you. So, but yeah, my website is definitely the best place to start. And also you can connect with me on social media. Um, my social media handle is Aisha Wonderful, and that's full, F-U-L-L, um, across Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well. Cool. Great, great. Well, Aisha, this has been absolutely wonderful. Of course, I, I've enjoyed talking to talking with you outside of the show. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad we were able to connect and have a chance to I talk to you. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this has absolutely been wonderful, and no doubt, uh, probably going to have you back here on the show in some, uh, probably about another year. Are we neighbors, Lionel? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I can't wait to get back down to the Bahamas then, because if we make it back down through there, of course, you know, I'm going to be calling you ahead of time. So Oh, uh, definitely. To, uh, You'll be right there yeah. waving our flags, waiting on you. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, Aisha, this has been an absolute delight to have you here uh, tonight. This has been uh, thank you so much. For, yeah, thank you so much for sharing with us for this uh, third episode of the Women's and Finances uh, series. So. Thank you so much again for being a guest here on the show. You are so welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, more than welcome. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you've missed any of the past shows, um, you can catch them on my website. I've actually created a page within my website at shipmanconsulting.com. Go to my website, and you can click on the microphone. It'll take you to a separate page, and you can actually see all of the gallery that I've created of all the past guests that I've had here on the show. But I also have a listing of all the past shows that we've done uh, since our inception, uh, September, I think it was September 2017. So we're working up to uh, two years uh, this year. So we're so grateful to be able to catalog all of our shows. So go back and take a listen, and so you can kind of catch up with where we are right now. But uh, if you haven't touched bases or either connected with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm also on LinkedIn. I also have a YouTube channel as well. I have some great videos, learning videos, and some video clips of some of my past uh, speaking engagements. But please check back with my website uh, weekly 
as we update and as we continue uh, our series. Uh, again, that is www.shipmanconsulting.com. And I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk with you next week. Next week, make sure you join us next week. I got my returning guest, uh, Mr. Uh, Aaron Haston, will be back on. It's motivation time is what I call it. It's motivation time. So we're going to go out with a little bit of Norman Brown. The song is called West Coast Cooling. Talk to you next week.